Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, listeners. Welcome to She Speaks Life podcast. I'm so excited. Today, I have a special guest. Her name is Julia Muccini, and she's with Missions.me College. And I am so excited to just share with you her story and what God has been doing in her life. She's 20 years old, and she has been just an amazing influence for that next generation. So hi, Julia. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you for coming on here. And gosh, I met you about three years ago through being good friends with your mom. And your mom and I have been praying for you and just seeing God unfold his goodness and his best Mm. plan for your life and being there from day one. It's just been amazing to see God working in your life through you and what you are doing today. So we'll start when you were drawn to go to this passion conference. Right? Yes. Yes. Well, it's such an honor to get to speak with you today and just to get to share my story. So thank you so much. And yeah, I just will start where I thought I was headed and actually God had a better and different plan for me. Um, So yeah, I was about 18 years old. Um, I was in a university in Texas in my freshman year. And following my freshman year in high school, I was not really following the Lord or really had a relationship with Him at all. Kind of walking in a different direction um, than where He was going. And and I was okay with that. I'd grown up in a Christian home and I kind of loved God from a distance. Um, And I felt pretty distant from Him based on just... um, experiences that I was putting myself through and you know I I felt distant from him based on maybe some shame I had carried from just my past and and not knowing really the fullness and the freedom that there actually is out there and I think that's what hindered me Um, and so walking into freshman year of uh, college you know I I lived my life according to the world's standards and gaining worth based on what other people thought people's affections towards me and um, it turned out being super unfulfilling just to be quite frank with you Um, and so I think from that point I really didn't want anything to do with God and it wasn't that I didn't think his plan was best it's just that I didn't have the motivation or eyes to see really what he was doing or actually who he was and and I didn't want to know him for myself and so it's definitely people like you and it's people like my mom that um, really encouraged me and have been praying for me even in my darkest times where I didn't see Jesus and I didn't see the light that I believe really got me to where I am today and so I want to dive into that. I was like I said a freshman year in college and my mom ended up sending me to a conference called the Passion Conference with Lou Giglio and um, a couple others that were just preaching the word and this was the last place I wanted to be 
I really dragged my feet there and it was actually um, a plane ride away in Georgia. So it was quite far away from where I lived. I didn't really know anyone that was going, but um, my mom had bought a ticket for me. I think it's because she really wanted to go, but it was only for the youth generation. And so it's funny how that works out. Um, Of course, her faith is what got me there in the first place. So I'm 18 years old. I want nothing to do with God. Um, At the time, I was in a relationship that was actually really toxic, really emotionally abusive. It was a very, very um, dark place for me. And so when I walked into this conference full of Christians, full of um, people that in my eyes were good and um, (laughs) they had their stuff together, um, I walked in and I was a complete wreck and I was struggling a lot with anxiety and I struggled with depression. Um, I struggled with body image. I struggled with things that people don't really like to talk about. And so walking into this conference, um, really honestly full of shame, I could not feel the presence of God. So um, I remember the second day I was there, I fell asleep almost every (laughs) person that got off to speak. Um, And I remember saying to God, because I knew God, I knew he was out there, but I said, God, why can't I feel you? Why do I feel completely numb? I felt numb. I didn't understand why this God that everyone was so crazy about would have nothing to do with me. Mm. Was it me? Was it what I've done? Was it where I was going? Was it my mindset? Was it my headspace? Was it just because I was just too far gone and he really just didn't care? Mm. And uh, I will never forget on the third day I'd asked him, God, why do I feel nothing? And I remember the band that was playing was a passion band Mm -hmm. and they were playing a song um, that I just will never forget where I was sitting, um, where I was looking up at the screen when I asked God where he was. And I heard a voice that to this day was the strongest, loudest voice of God Mm -hmm. I've ever heard in my lifetime. Awesome. I heard the voice of God say this so clearly to me. He said, the love you have been searching for can only be found in me. Mm, love it. And yeah. yeah, I fell to my knees. Yeah, I bet. I was completely undone. Mm-hmm. It, it, who just spoke this to me and Mm -hmm. and how is it that i could hear it so clearly he he ripped from the debris he ripped from the numbness he 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 ripped from anything i'd ever done from anything i'd ever put myself in any depression that could possibly be up against me he ripped away and 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 that voice was so loud it was so clear and that's when i fell to my knees and i got back up and i never was the same wow I was so never good. the same after that. Yeah. Was yeah. It was crazy. Incredible. It was it was yeah. crazy and and to this day it's 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 that voice, it's that voice that that I've heard maybe three times that clear since that since that day of following Jesus. And so from that moment, um that next day was the second to last day of the conference. Um, and so I went and I just remember being like, my eyes were so opened. (laughs) 
I had heard this voice from God that I couldn't have possibly made up on my own. It was this, um, just this loud, all-knowing, all-encompassing love that I felt from God. And it was the encounter. I believe the encounter you get from God is really what drives this passion and this love for Christ. It's the encounter in the presence of God that really, really, there's no way to describe that feeling and that encounter and so that's I think that's where my heart is now is just to know that that the encounter of God that I experienced two years ago is what is just kept me sailing towards Jesus and so that next day I went to the conference and we had Louis Giglio speaking and he's a great man of God He ended up um, standing up in the front of the stage, and I just remember so clearly him asking the crowd, he said, I don't know why I feel this right now, but does anyone in this room feel called to missions? (laughs) And, you know, at this point, I'm like, no. (laughs) All I know is that God Uh is the love. Jesus Christ is the love I have been searching for. Yeah. That's all I knew. (laughs) Um, That's all I knew. And that's all I heard from him. So we're good. Yeah. And I remember him talking about missions and how it's it's this life called to serving Jesus. And, it, you know, it's not about what you gain anymore. It's just about this full-out surrender for Jesus. And that's all that matters. And, and I'm tracking with him. And I know what he's saying. And I'm like, okay. Um, and then he says, well, if anyone feels called, stand up. And now keep in mind, I'm still my old self. Right. I might have heard the voice of God, but I'm still an old creation in my mind. So you can imagine in a group, a crowd full of people, when nobody is standing up, when he has this loudspeaker and he's saying, if you feel called to mission, stand up. For me to hear the voice of God in that moment, (laughs) to say, stand up. standing up i'm standing up there's no way i'm not standing up and it doesn't really matter who else is watching (laughs) and so i remember sitting there looking around at the girls that had come with me that i know they were like she better not stand up (laughs) and i remember looking around and being like well (laughs) and i stand up and um and I stood up and I believe that was the day I was started my mission yeah, journey. journey and just in and, and, and my mind, it was like, I, and this is where it was like, you know, am I going to be moving to Africa now? <laughs> Turns out God just wants your guests. That's right. That's all he wants. Mm-hmm. And so, and yeah. so standing up and being like, okay, whatever you have for me, God, I want, I'm sick of this old life. I'm sick of living for the world's approval. I'm sick of it. Oh, that's when, that's when it changed for me. And, um, and I remember, yes, I went back into, um, the hotel that I was staying at. And this is when I believe, like, for the first time I got encountered by the presence all on my own. I sat on my bed and I remember just writing down, I'm called to be a missionary. I'm called to be a missionary. I'm called to be a missionary. Well, I got to tell my parents I'm dropping out of college. Um, You know, like, (laughs) you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, what is, what are my friends going to think? Like, not to be dramatic, but like, I'm not, this is not who I am. Like, I don't know what I'm thinking. So I sat on my bed and I just remember the encounter from God that night. I will never forget. It felt like just the wash of his glory 
came over me and I started weeping. And keep in mind, I was so, I didn't cry. Yeah. You know, you don't mm-hmm. cry when you're numb. When you don't, when you, when you struggle with depression, what it does is it's mm-hmm. this, it's this overall, um, this, this pollution almost on your heart. It's this, mm-hmm. it's this oppression. It's this yeah. weight mm-hmm. on your heart that mm-hmm. clouds you up in your brain and your heart. You can't connect with God. It feels mm-hmm. like this, uh, this unwavering, like overall arching oppression over your life and see that's not how it was supposed to be. Right. It's supposed to be a clear communication with God so you know that when it doesn't feel crystal clear and when it doesn't feel like your emotions can be crying or laughing, that's when you know there's some sort of sin in your life. And and, and that's what I knew, that there was just cloud of dust blocking my communication with God. Wow, yeah. And so that's when I was like, well, that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't need any of this this dirt and this grime that's surrounding my heart anymore. I'm I'm done with that. Right. Um, and so that's Good. when I decided right then and there that it was like it was either going to be all or nothing mm-hmm. because I couldn't just put one foot in and then one put out, foot out anymore. It was let's right. clear away the debris yeah. and let's get a, a, the heart of God. Yes. Like I want the heart of God. Yeah. You know, I want to feel what he feels. It takes me to that uh, verse, I think it's in Revelation about being the lukewarm mm, follower. Right. Like the Lord wants us just to be on fire yes. for Him. So yes. this gets you to the point where you're like, I'm done. You yes. know, being lukewarm or walking the fence. But this is good that you are just feeling fired up for the Lord. No longer am I gonna do it the old way. I'm a yeah. I'm a new I'm a new person in Christ. Right. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And well, I just um, after that point, I knew that like you're saying, it was a it was kind of like a well, this is all or nothing now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm serving God. This isn't a this isn't a let's play games now. I yeah. want the passion. I want the fire of God. You're diving in the water. I'm now. diving in the water. Yeah. So no more tiptoeing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's when I decided um, that I definitely was going to move from my university. It wasn't that I didn't like my university. It wasn't that I was not excited to graduate or anything like that, but it was a call from God. I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is when I started researching for missions organizations mm-hmm. <laughs> that I could find um, that would support an education um, mm-hmm. more for at this point for my parents' sake than mine. <laughs> yeah. But I'm happy that they that they told me that because that's education so important. And yeah. you can be a missionary and you can still be educated and you can lead people that's how you lead people and I believe as Christians we need education and we need to have um, the resources to be able to impact the church and impact the global um, the global church as well so I believe in education and so that's when I found missions.me college and so missions.me we are a nonprofit organization seeking to unite the global church and so what we do is we mobilize people all across the United States Australia Canada first world countries if you will and we mobilize people to go into countries that have maybe a um, less unified version of the church less unified government um, so places maybe like Nicaragua Honduras Dominican Republic um, we put on this um, campaign called one nation one day mm-hmm. and what we do is that we get to serve the local church by uniting them as a group to transform the people and the nation. Um, And so that's our heart. Our heart is to transform the nation. 
So from that point um, of just searching for missions um, and then finding missions.me, under their organization, they have a um, program called missions.me college. And so, of course, I find that this college is in California. They they are just about to move to Dana Point, California. And, you know, uh, which isn't that bad, right? <laughs> which isn't that bad. Yeah, exactly. So so in my mind, I'm like, oh, goodness, you know, I don't. I don't know if that's, you know, realistic for me. I'm thinking it's good, too good to be true. I'm supposed to be in Africa, like I said, and I'm supposed to never um, talk to humanity outside of, you know, my missions work. <laughs> that was my mindset right. because often missions for me in my mind was just a, you know, you're all or nothing, you know, you're yeah. selling everything. And, and don't get me wrong, a lot of times that's what God might call you to do, mm-hmm. but that's not always what he is calling when he says go into mission. See, you can be an influencer and you can still share the heart of God with every person you meet and you're just as much as a missionary as anyone else. And and, and so if you're a mom, if you're a business leader, if you're, you know, a doctor, if you're a um, teacher, whatever the case may be, um, you're able to impact and be a missionary in every single setting you're in. And so that's something that my mind was so changed once I came um, to missions.me college. But yeah, so I ended up actually deciding that I was going to quit the university I was at or uh, trying to pursue and go to missions.me college, uh, move across half of the world. Now, how did, did you just get impacted by peace when you decided to do the missions.me college versus where you're at? Or how did that make you feel as you go about your days really thinking about this? Did that peace just stick Mm. with you? Is that what it was and then you're like okay I gotta at some point I gotta make the decision and you know activate that and right well I think actually it's funny because I really at this point I'm such an immature baby Christian um and so my foundation wasn't built quite yet my emotions really dictated mm-hmm. how um how where my life was going and now being a follower of Jesus your emotions don't dictate nothing yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't get dictated by your emotions and that's the power of Christ mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. um amen to that and so I think early on it was more of like I was like, oh God, I'm just trying to trust you and and still falling down so many times and and just being like, oh my gosh, like this is hard, you know, going back to the same place that I was when I, before I knew Jesus and now I'm going back to the same place. It's like, oh gosh, it's it's a rewiring, really. It's a rewiring and a renewing of your mind and that's That's what the word says. Um, And so, yeah, walking into trying to go into missions, um, I actually was planning on when the college leader uh, for missions Kat Kina, she actually called me and I was planning on telling her I couldn't go. Like right yeah. when she was calling me, I was like, oh gosh, like I, I'm going to just tell him I can't go. Like the doubts were taking the over. Doubts were taking over. Yeah. I was like, this is too good to be true. Like I can't get myself into like some sort of like huge thing here. And um, so when Kat called me, I remember be about to like tell her like, I'm sorry, like I'm not really interested anymore. And um, yeah, she called me and she, um, she started talking and it was just the way that she talked it was just this authority mm-hmm. it was this authority that it wasn't it just wasn't anything that I'd ever really 
been around. Mm -hmm. And so that authority that I had heard really just drew me in. It's like, how do you know who you are? So like, how do you, are you so confident on who you are? You know, you, you don't care about what other people think. And it's, and it's not this like do whatever it's this, it's this confidence in this, in this knowledge of I am free and I have worth and I have value and that's who I am and and I wanted to capture that and I didn't know what that was quite yet and so I remember the first question I asked her I was like okay why do you go on a mission trip and I know this question kind of shocked her and she told me later on this is one of the questions that really drew her in to accept me into the college (laughs) because I was like I don't want to play games that's a good question right Well, because my, if her response would have been something along the lines of, it's good for you, or it makes you a better person. See, we don't go on mission trips to be better people. Right. We go on mission trips to tell people about how we were once dead and now we're alive. That's right. And so I don't want to go on a mission trip to impact myself any longer. In fact, I go on a mission trip and somehow it ends up impacting me. Thank God for that. And so that was her response. And her response was for Jesus. And and if it wasn't for him, it's nothing I wanted to be a part of. Mm -hmm. And so from that point, I basically was sold and called my parents and told them that that was, I think that this is the college for me. And um, I ended up moving about like six months later. And um, now I'm there and I'm in a, I've been at missions.me college for about a year. And now I'm going into my second year and it is an all credited university. So you can take college courses. Um, So I'm a full-time student as well as a full-time intern. And so what that looks like for me is that I'm a trip representative. Um, So if you wanted to go on a trip, I'm the one that kind of gets you there, Um, can talk you through the steps, getting your passport, you know, um, getting your travel requirements all done. And honestly, it's a really huge honor for me because I get to minister to people all around the world that are new to their faith or maybe just walking with Christ and or have been in their faith for 50 years and they're just willing to go on a mission trip and um, see a generation and see a nation changed for all of eternity. Um, That's my heart. And so that's the heart of missions.me. And so going to missions.me college and missions.me, our very heart as an organization is that um, this isn't just the leader's vision. This is our vision. Our vision is to unite the global church and to see transformation everywhere. That is our mission. We want to see the power of God released. We want to see the spirit of God move. And we believe that we aren't waiting for a movement of God, but we are a movement of God. That's right. So that's our heart. And so, so going to missions.me, my mindset have been has been completely flipped. It is, it is no longer that I'm praying for something. No, I'm I'm standing in faith and I'm saying, listen, I am a daughter of Christ. You know, you are set free. You are no longer a slave to sin. You are no longer condemned. You are royal priesthood. You are uh, the things that the word has, has already told you. That is what we stand in faith for. And from that point, we're able to walk in freedom and we're able to get healing from what has broken us. We're able to um, flee from what has hurt us. And in and, and that aspect is why I believe I'm, I'm a changed person. Person. I don't believe I'm even close to the same person I was when I even first came on the scene to knowing God and knowing this whole crazy adventure and um, and what God can do. There's no there's no limit. There's no limit to the power of God. And so for those of you listening, I just 
my encouragement for you would be that you know you're not too young and you're not too old and you're and you're you don't have um, too many flaws there's not enough shame that could keep you from Jesus um, in fact I would invite you to ask him show up in in, in my everyday life show up and where where are you God and, and be real with him and I believe that um, me asking way back two years ago God I don't feel you a simple question a right. simple where are you it allowed the presence of God to wreck me. Yeah. That's what he wants. See, God is so attracted to hunger. It, an encouragement to, to reach out to the heart of God and, and, and reach your hand out. And with hunger, we, we proclaim and we proclaim that we, we need him and we want him. And that's, I believe, that's what right. got me even to the point where I am today. And praise God, glory to him for all of it. So that's oh. a little bit of my story. <laughs> Oh, I love it, Julia. What an inspiration. And I just love it when when we're in that place of just surrender and how God just wants us hungry and thirsty for him. And he will do whatever it takes for us to feel his presence Amen. and to have him move in our lives. So thank you so much. Um, what encouragement this is to have you here and have the listeners just hear your God story of just going from numbness and you even said a little bit of you know depression to just living this true fulfillment mm. and this true abundance mm. of really what God is just telling us that we have already inherited and he wants to have us just take it it's ours mm. and for you just to grab a hold of that and follow his ways and to listen to him and listen into his Holy Spirit spirit is just so inspiring for mm. us to hear so i just want to thank you for coming mm. on here thank you well, so much yeah <laughs> thanks for coming and i'm so honored to have you on here hi friends here are some things to reflect on from julia's story if you have had an encounter with god write it down in a journal or talk with a friend about it Reminding ourselves encourages our faith and encourages others who are listening also. Where do you find yourself on mission for God? And lastly, God loves showing up in our life. Pray about what you need from Him and He will reveal it to you. For more information on Julia Muccini's college and the missionary trips, go to missions.me it's a nonprofit organization seeking to unite the global church. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Jamie Elizabeth She Speaks Life. That's J A Y M E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals Himself through your own life story.